Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I'm Sarah Wilson, and this is Wild a show where we talk with the biggest minds in the world about the ideas that can help us love and save our one wild and precious life together on this planet. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to your Friday Wild with Sarah Wilson Ask Me Anything podcast episode. Um, For those of you who are watching this on Substack via the video version of this podcast, um, I do have a lump in the middle of my forehead and a little bit of a a scab. Um, I've been slightly manic lately, and I mean that in the medical sense of the word. Um, I'm quite open about this. Uh, when I was 21, I was diagnosed with with bipolar, and so I now live with or thrive with bipolar, which is something I write about in First We Make the Beast Beautiful, one of my books. And anyway, um, yes, I've been somewhat manic, somewhat heightened the last uh, week or two, and so I walked into a door and split it, my forehead that is, not the door, um, and it kind of spurted out blood in a kind of cartoon-like fashion and Anyway, I managed to settle down uh, with some frozen peas on my forehead um, before I had to dart off to a corporate event in the city where I was leading a discussion, would you believe, on the role of capitalism in our lives, somewhat ironically. Anyway, for those of you who are watching or listening to this uh, in Perth, I'll see you this afternoon at the Substack Meetup, Um, and I may see you also this evening at the Wonderlust event. Ditto with Adelaide. So um, if you're listening from Adelaide, I will hopefully see some of you at the Adelaide Meetup on Sunday morning uh, or perhaps the Wonderlust event on Sunday night. Now, just some admin here. If you're in Adelaide, um, I do have two-for-one discount code uh, on a few remaining tickets for that event, and I'll put that in the show notes. Um, And if you're a uh, subscriber and you're watching this video, um, I do have some comp tickets. I've got 10 comp tickets for um, those of you who are in that community, and the details for that are in the notes on the Substack post. And of course, The Substack post is where you can watch the video version. Um, You can get extra, you know, show notes and details and links to things. Plus, you can join the conversation with the community and myself after the podcast goes live. Um, That's a fair bit of admin. 
I will, however, also add that I am doing um, Substack meetups, as I say, in Adelaide, Perth, Perth, Adelaide, and then Sydney in a couple of weeks. And to register for all of these, the link again will be on the Substack post. So you do need to register just so I know numbers. Um, And I think we're almost full at all venues, but there is a bit of space left. Okay, so I've been in the trenches a bit lately with some big topics and also with big heart things in my life. You may have caught Wednesday's post um, about sort of Gaza and the wrangling with the complexity and sense-making around all of that. Um, So it stretched me somewhat and left me running into doors. So I decided to pull out a slightly more straightforward question out of the AMA bag this week, the Ask Me Anything bag of questions. Now, this question has come through in various forms, but this particular question is from Stefan. Why does hiking work? And Stefan, I take you to mean how does the act of walking in nature operate to deliver the health, physical health, the mental health, the productivity and happiness benefits that we are often hearing about? Now, I feel I've answered this question a number of times before, including in my book, This One Wild and Precious Life, but I thought it might be good to do a rundown in one spot um, of the situation. So there's been about 43,000 studies that have been done um, around the world on the benefits of hiking, and particularly in Japan and South Korea, where um, forest bathing, as it's called, um, or walking in nature, uh, is part of the health system. Um, it's called Shinrin-yoku uh, or forest bathing um, over there. And as I say, they, they have actually conducted a lot of the studies and um, it's very well regarded as a treatment. Now, I'll just share a bit in my book where I talk about this. Um, so Shinrin-yoku is integrated into the medical system in Japan and is covered by health insurance in both Japan and Korea. I'm not quite sure how that works. What do they pay for, your hiking shoes? Um, Since the Japanese government formally introduced forest bathing in 1982, studies have rolled in to show the healing effect of trees for both emotional and physical health. One study showed that a mere 20-minute walk among trees lowered levels of salivary cortisol, the stress hormone, by 53%. Even just living close to parkland with trees has been shown to reduce our chances of developing mental health issues, and that's adjusting for things like age, income, and relationship status. Um, It's also shown the effects come down to the phytocyanides, the antibacterial oils that trees release. And these have an impact on boosting immune system function, reducing blood pressure and heart rate, improving sleep and creativity levels, which is super interesting, and fighting cancer. So a number of cancer and health clinics in the United States now incorporate forest walking into their treatment plans. These compounds, along with the experience of just being outdoors and exercising, of course, also affect mood, stress, anxiety and confusion which I think is particularly relevant in 2024 and with all the issues that we're facing. Um, Elsewhere in the book, I do mention a US study. um, And by the way, all of these studies, all of the notes that link um, to these studies um, can be found in a resource document on my website. All of my books, I put the the notes, the hyperlinks to the actual studies um, and and books and so on, and experts um, 
in a big document that you can access on my website, sarahwilson.com. So this US study um, says that an additional 10 trees in a given area corresponded to a 1% increase in nearby residents' well-being. And so I think some number crunches in the US, GDP lovers, um, have put an economic value to this, which is just wonderful. To get an equivalent wellbeing improvement using money, you'd have to give each household in that neighbourhood where there are, what, 10 more trees, um, $10,000. So if you want a peaceful neighbourhood, just plant trees. It seems to be a far cheaper option, right? Okay, so there are a bunch of studies, though, that really grabbed my attention when I was looking into all of this, and they kind of excite me for, I don't know, their beauty. So Fractals. Fractals appear in nature in all kinds of ways. So they're the repeated patterns that you see in the, the rings of a tree trunk, in the petals of a flower, in a, in a palm or a, a fern frond, in tidal pools. Um, and when we walk in nature, our eyes pick up on this. Now, the thing is, our retinas are also made up of repeated patterns, these fractals. And so when we see um, these fractals in nature, we get this kind of, oh, this congruency happens. And this congruency creates alpha waves in the brain, which is the neural, neural resonance of relaxation. Now, the way I put it is that when we get that recognition, when we have this kind of meeting up of fractals in our eyes and in nature, I feel that it creates this kind of, and I've seen this um, written about in psychological texts, um, we get this congruence, as I say, which registers as a sense of belonging, a sense that we belong, um, things make sense, we're part of all of this. And I think that probably explains for many of you why you get that feeling when you're walking in nature. Um, another study which I really like is um, it, it sort of talks about our evolution. So when we emerge from being on all fours to being bipedal humans with, you know, walking, putting one foot in front of the other, it freed us up to become more productive, more artistic, more creative, and to, to actually eat more, which then saw parts of our brain expand. And so we developed these bigger heads. Um, now the part of the brain specifically that expanded at that point in our evolution is the prefrontal cortex, which is responsible for discerning thought. Um, which explains why when we walk in nature, but even when we just walk in general, putting one foot in front of the other at a normal pace, it activates this part of the brain. And so we're able to do far more discerning thinking while we're walking. And so that's um, why you you see these reports of CEOs who do walking meetings, you hear about creatives, poets, writers who find their best ideas while they're out walking. Um, and I write about this as well, how various thinkers, Nietzsche, Van Gogh, Beethoven, all walked to develop their ideas. And in Nietzsche's case, he kept some paper and a little pencil inside his walking stick, tucked into, I guess, a little hole, a divot. Um, and I've talked about this a bit as well. I, when I walk, I keep a piece of paper and a pencil down my bra. Sometimes I use voice notes, but, and this is relevant, I find that handwriting is far more effective for conveying these kinds of discerning creative thoughts. Um, and what do you know? Handwriting also goes at the same pace as discerning thinking. So walking in nature, 
handwriting, two incredible salves for getting a clear head, but also for modulating anxiety. Um, so, look, there's countless other studies. I did see recently, and I didn't write about this previously, um, but I saw some information about how young people's brains are not developing vital pathways in and around spatial memory because they're relying so heavily on Google Maps. Um, and so that part of the brain's just not being activated. So I would argue that hiking, um, I suppose, puts us in a position to best activate those pathways. Because when you're out hiking, even if you are using an app, and I use all trails, um, yeah, mostly all trails because it's uh, available around the world. It's a free app. I'm not being paid for this. Although all trails, if you're listening, you may wish to sponsor this, this show. Um, you are still using a little orb that shows you where you are, but you've got to use sort of your nouse, right, because it's not always accurate and you've got to sometimes do some deviations and come back to the track or you might decide to do a shortcut. To this point, I would also say that hiking takes us to a particular psychological edge and I, I like to sort of refer to the fact that when we go to our edge, when we are kind of in that scary, uncomfortable spot, so much of our brain, our creativity, our, live, our aliveness comes online in those moments. We have to fend. We have to use almost primal parts of our experience to survive and to get through a situation. Um, so it brings on faculties, I feel, that we need to hone and tone for other parts of our lives, um, such as building resilience and even um, building strength in our eyes. And I find this really interesting. When I set out on a hike, it often takes a while for my eyes to adjust to all the different movements and I can trip a bit and stumble on some rocks. And after about 20 to 30 minutes, they kind of adjust to that coming in and then you know, sort of uh, panning out again, so that constant toggling between near and far, which is what our eyes are designed to do. And yet we live lives where we focus on screens, um, our phones, computers and so on most of the day. And so those muscles are not toned and honed. Um, and so our eyesight is is struggling. It's not, it's not made for just looking at close screens. We are meant to toggle constantly throughout the day. So yes, that one also resonates for me. And I think I could apply that to so many aspects of our physiology, um, our brain function and so on, because we emerged hiking in nature. And so all of our faculties are activated and work in the best possible way when we're in that scenario. We haven't changed that much in 10,000 years. Um, and, you know, our bodies are still kind of way back, you know, trapped way back in that era. And uh, our lifestyles um, are very much at odds. So hiking is a recorrection. I am often asked what my favourite hike is. And I always like to say it's the next one because I've never done a bad hike. Hiking just works. So a lot of people say, well, how do I make sure that all of this stuff is working? You just don't have to worry about it. This is the best news ever for you. Just get out there, start walking in nature, and the hiking, the movement, the nature itself does its job on you. Um, you don't have to think about it too much more than that. It's quite magical. Um, I generally find it takes 20 to 40 minutes for 
um, my body to settle into a bit of a rhythm. It's a little bit longer for my mind to settle in and to get into that discerning thinking space. Um, and then from there, my imagination starts to roam and I go into a real flow state after about an hour. And it can sustain itself for several hours, right? Just free roaming thoughts um, and a lot of stuff bubbles to the surface. It's kind of like a therapy session as well. As I say, I take paper and pencil so that I can record um, the insights that I get. A bunch of ancillary benefits that I've come across over the years um, and I like to talk, to talk about. While you're hiking, you're not shopping, so we tend to hike on weekends. That's when we have free time. Um, it takes us away from all of that commercial noise, the billboards, the smells in shopping malls, the car parks, the imperative to consume. Um, you're just not able to access it. Um, you're often out of range as well. And so you don't get, you know, sort of the, the barrage of text messages. You can't even go and do that nervous dopamine um, addicted checking of emails and WhatsApp messages and dating app notes. Um, and I find that really freeing. There's not too many, too many circumstances in our existence where we can do that. Um, we get a break from everything that is tormenting us, the news cycle, the social media um, sort of pylons, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so... Yes, as I say, while I don't have a favourite hike, I have put together a resource of um, guides that I've done on a bunch of hikes, most of which are in my book, This One Wild and Precious Life. Um, so these are hikes I've done around the world, in Jordan, in the UK, uh, in Switzerland, et cetera, et cetera, and a bunch in Australia and the US as well. I've put them all in one spot. I... Um, provide accommodation options, really cool food, um, some stop-offs, uh, as well as some philosophical insights that I came across while doing these hikes. Um, again, that guide is on my Substack. You'll see it at the top in the menu on the homepage, um, but I'll also put a direct link to it in the show notes on the Substack um, post where you might be watching this video. Uh, so, I think that will do us for today. Um, please keep sending your questions through. Um, I do like to have a bit of a range of topics so that I can choose them according to what I feel might be the mood that everybody is in. Uh, and I will look forward to doing another one of these next week. See you then. Overdraft fees are just the worst. Get up to 200 in fee-free overdraft with the Chime checking account. Sign up today at Chime.com slash Goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply.